Welcome to Spirit School. I'm your mentor, Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. In this podcast, I share honestly all I have learned about the mediumship and spiritual development journey. My intention is to normalize these conversations, to make way for a more confident, clear, and connected wave of lightworkers, serving the world of spirit with an open and joyful soul. Welcome again to Spirit School. excited today to interview Rachel Moranis, who is the creator of the Stardust app. I don't know how I came across this app, but this app is amazing. Here's the description of the app so you can kind of get a sense of why I was so drawn to interview this human being. It's no coincidence that the length of your menstrual cycle exactly matches the waxing and waning of the moon. Harness your inner cosmic energy with Stardust, an app that integrates science, astronomy, and artificial intelligence to connect to the hormonal cycle with the cycles of larger celestial bodies, the stars, planets, sun, and moon. I hope you enjoy this interview. I am so excited to learn more about us as women and our cycles. Hello, Spirit School listeners. I'm so excited you are here to join us this week on the Spirit School episode. I am so excited to have Rachel Moranis here, the developer of the Stardust app. How are you? It is so good to be here, Danielle. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor. I love your podcast and I'm thrilled to be here today. Thank you. You were somebody I reached like literally out of nowhere, probably just came out of nowhere on Instagram (laughs) because... I have been suffering with PMDD for six years since, well, five years since I had my son, all the hormones in my body changed and I didn't actually get diagnosed with PMDD. I can't tell you what that is because I can't pronounce all the technical terms. It's like PMS multiplied by like a billion. And like once a month, Mm -hmm. I was like really, really, really angry. And I would go to the doctor and then I ended up going to a naturopath and I ended up kind of telling them like, I can't go back to work this angry. Like, I don't understand why I'm angry. And they kept trying to heal me through like antidepressants or all these different protocols. And it was actually through therapy (laughs) and had a therapist for two and a half years. I've been working with her. She's like, I think you have PMDD. And I was like, what is that? And I had to research it. And it's basically like this hormonal change, hormonal imbalance um, that kind of puts your cycle out of whack. And the more I dug into what PMDD was, the more I realized that there's nobody out there working on feminine health research or even like woman research and hormones. There's not a whole lot out there available. And somebody recommended your app to me as a way to track my own cycles. Cause I have the health app on my phone and all this different stuff. And it just tells me when my cycle comes up, but I have to say that your app was like one of the first times I felt really seen in my PMDD condition with oh my God, it's normal to feel like this at this point in my cycle. And so it's been a godsend to me. It's been a savior to me. So I have to like raise my hands to you and just thank you for creating it. But I would love to learn more about the app itself, like where your interest came into this, like what's your story behind the creation of this? Like, let us know a bit more about this. Yeah, of course. Um, And thank you so much for saying that. I'm so glad that you feel seen. That is like the best compliment. That is what I want. And yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. So, um, so my background is in design. I'm, I'm not 
an expert, you know, I'm not a therapist, not a hormone expert, certainly not a medium. Um, but, you know, I partake in all this stuff and I really believe in intuition and intuitive business practices and all forms of wellness and self-care. Um, and I was searching for a period tracker um, because I was having regular cycles and I couldn't find anything that I liked. I mean, they were all so clinical and, you know, cringy and sort of patronizing and embarrassing and, and, and just pretty ugly. And it turns out most of them were designed by men in Silicon Valley. And, and so I, I was just like, gosh, you know, this is such an, such a design opportunity. Like I, I, I'm going to try and make one myself. And I really, and at that point I had been um, tracking my cycle with the moon um, just as part of my meditation practice and manifesting with the moon cycle, which really transformed my life and manifesting with my own hormonal energies. Um, because, you know, we have good weeks and we have bad weeks. And as women, um, or I should say, you know, if you have a uterus, then you feel different every single day. I mean, men feel the same for the most part, but, you know, women have just depending on the cocktail of hormones in your system in that current day, you're going to feel like a whole different person. And I just felt like, you know, I, I kind of want a little heads up about this. So I designed this app and I couldn't believe that there wasn't anything out there already where you could track your cycle with the moon. And so, um, you know, I started designing it, just the graphic design. I, I got a friend who's a developer to build it. I got another friend, um, well, I, got, I interviewed a whole bunch of astrologers because you know, I really um, wanted to do my research on the moon and on integrating a lot of folklore and indigenous folklore and um, ancient folklore into the app. Just include as much knowledge as I could about the moon and the divine feminine and the meaning behind how we cycle with the moon. And um, then I got a few people to write it and we, we threw it together, we released it last fall. And, um, and yeah, people have been, it's just sort of been growing through word of mouth and, and it's finding the right people. And so I'm really glad about that. And um, we're getting a lot of feedback and we're starting to design the next version now. So mm -hmm. yeah, if you, if you or any of your listeners have anything they, they sort of wanna know, um, we'd love to integrate that into the next version. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a lot. <laughs> no, it's not. You got me so excited. Again, these are conversations on my podcast. I don't really prep for them. I just allow it like an actual conversation to flow. So you say whatever you want, but what got me really excited about what you said was one that men develop these apps because they are patronizing by the way, because and I'm getting mad just saying this, but you know, because of my PMDD for years, everyone's like, well, get a period tracker, get a period tracker. And like, they're all baby related. I'm like, I don't want yeah. to, I don't care when I'm fertile. Like I'm not having any more babies and they're all cutesy with little carriages. And I'm like, can I have one that kind of like tracks my anger? Like <laughs> I want yeah. one that like tracks my, you know, when I'm not feeling my best right? Like when I feel dense, like when I feel inspired and mm. your app was the saving grace for that. So thank you. I will think if I have any ideas, but I just want to give people an idea. So I'm just opening up the app right now for today. 
So right now it has two areas, which I wanted to ask you about, because one area is about the body. And then the other area is about the moon cycle, right? So what is the inspiration behind that? Oh, well, I want to include much, much more, but um, when you're building an app, you realize you have to whittle it down to the essentials. And so we just, you know, simplified it. It's a little blurb every day about, you know, where you are in your cycle, how you feel, what your mood is supposed to be for that day. Um, and, I'll, and I'll touch on that again in a minute. And then another blurb about the current phase of the moon, which also um, affects our emotions. Um, it's the moon in astrology represents our true self. And of course, um, you know, almost every ancient civilization has associated the moon to the divine feminine because the moon cycle is almost mathematically identical to the menstrual cycle. And I just think that is so magical um, that it, that it controls our energy and it controls all the water in our bodies. And, um, and so, you know, the two are related and depending how you cycle with the moon, whether you bleed on the new moon or you bleed on the full moon or the waning or the waxing, um, it says a lot about where you are in your life. Um, but just going back to the cycle, um, you know, it's, I, I did so much reading, but one book that really comes to mind is, um, I think it's The Red Tent by Miranda Gray. One of my and, of all time. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. When I found that, I was like, oh my God this is a Bible because, you know, she talks about so many things, but one of my favorites is she sort of talks about how, you know, PMS and, and PMDD is sometimes a sign of creative expression that just needs to find release. And you, and it, you're just, you're, you're sort of, you have all this artistic creative energy that is trapped and you're, you're and you're releasing it as anger at different things and you know often at yourself or at other people and snapping and and if you can find that creative outlet that's like a, a healthy um response to and, and solution to to pms and i thought that was so interesting i mean definitely still have it but um it, it's been really helpful to re to reframe it in that way yeah that during your period, you're in like this like witch phase. You're in this like real, like introverted, um, deep creative phase that you can utilize. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And that is a fantastic book. I'll write it in the show notes for people. I think I read it 20 years ago or something. Like yeah. I think I was in my early 20s when I read it. It, it was sacred AF. It made me look because before I was like awakened to even my spiritual gifts and abilities, like I was so young, like your period was a time where you show up anyways. And like the corporate world did not honor the cycles where it's like, I just want to run and hide and like die under my desk right now. Like I actually just want to curl up in bed with like a heat pad and just like be for a moment. But the, the patriarchal world is not set up for that. And reading the red tent where men did the work, women went into the tent and it was kind of like this rite of passage as you come into your womanhood and being surrounded by women doing ceremony and 
it really made me like want to go back to that place and that space. And I do feel since I have been spiritually evolving and spiritually awakening, um, I'm able to create those cycles myself, like in my business, which is why I love spiritual entrepreneurship. Right. And I feel Mm. like so many of us are kind of going back to that and looking at our bleed times very differently, looking at uh, less shame around it. Right. Whereas back in the red tent days, they would like in one way you could look at it. They're just like putting them into a tent, but the women were like, yes, here we are. It's our time to rest. It's our time to connect. It's our time to honor and celebrate and have ceremony. It's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. Oh my God. It is so beautiful. And I totally agree with you. I mean, I hope as a culture, I, I do think there's this macro shift sort of happening back to a matriarchal society. And I do dream of like, well, I mean, I'd love to do two weeks on, two weeks off, but no, a dream of like a four day work week or, you know, working when your body feels like it and taking that week of your period off or or just, you know, the first two days, the first three days and having that be socially acceptable to be like, no, this is me time and I'm turning inward and I'm disappearing into my red tent and I'm going to with my heating pad and my hot water bottle and all my things. And it's such a important and essential time of introspection. Um, In the same way that, you know, the week you're ovulating is the the best time to schedule meetings and podcasts and, and uh, go to parties and socialize and have difficult conversations. Um, And just knowing this and being aware of this allows, it gives you so much power because it allows you to plan your life. Um, there's this wonderful woman, um, Michelle Pelizon, at who has another wonderful podcast, um, the 12th House podcast. She talks about how, um, and she has another intuitive business practice that's quite successful. And she talks about how she, you know, maps out on her calendar. Well, now you can use the Stardust app, but back, back in the day, we had to use the paper calendar, you know, when, which week is my period and how can I just do a little bit of work ahead of then so that I can rest and just take time off. Yeah. So important. I think so too. And I really love something you said earlier around understanding what phase of the moon you're bleeding in is indicative of where you're at in your life. Can you say a little bit more about that? Like, because in, I heard the concept for the first time last year, a white or red witch bleeder. Right. And I saw yeah. that my first day I downloaded the app, it's like, I'm a white witch. I'm like, yes. So can you explain a little bit more for the listeners, what that is and like what we can know a little bit about these, these cycles and where we're at. Yeah, in life? absolutely. It is so fascinating. So, you know, in the olden days, but really not even that long ago, like as far back as the 1950s, there's published medical studies, um, like on PubMed, you can look them up in a pretty recent one, actually in Nepal, um, which I guess has a little bit of electricity than we do. But the point is before blue light, before we had um, all this light pollution, and I, I think this is still true for people who are really connected to nature, um, most women actually are white moon witches in meaning that they ovulate with the full moon and they bleed at the new moon and that is the most common cycle um of course now people are on birth control pills 
or, you know, they're on their phones at all hours, they live in cities. And so they're not, uh, their bodies aren't as responsive to the light of the moon. But that's how it used to be, is that most women, I think it's like more than three quarters, um, will have that cycle, the white moon cycle. And what that means is that you are in tune with nature, that your body is connected to the rhythms of the earth and the rhythms of the moon. And because the full moon is the most fertile time, it's when we harvest. It's when lots of flowers and other animals will ovulate and procreate. And the new moon is, is sort of this time of, you know, death and destruction. It's when we have our periods. It's so, but, so that's most women. But the inverse of that, the red moon cycle um, also has a lot of symbolism and meaning. And there are always a handful of women that are on the red moon cycle. And these women were known in ancient societies as the shamans, the priestesses. Um, and you can go back and forth between the two. Um, but, you know, when you're in the red moon cycle, it sort of means that you know, I almost use the phrase like workaholism, like you're, you're not in a nurturing phase of your life. You're not the archetypal mother, you're, you're the archetypal priestess. And so you're there to take care of the other women when they're menstruating. And so you're sort of operating the red 10 and you've got all your energy because you're in your ovulation week and you're sort of, you have it together and you're there and you're taking care of um, all the women in the society that are having their periods. And we also added in the app two other witch archetypes uh, recently, the pink moon witch and the purple moon witch. And those are in between the white and the red. And it just means that you're in a transition phase of your life and you're transitioning sort of from one to the other. Um, when, you're when you're a pink witch and you're sort of your, um, you get your period on the waxing moon and ovulate at the waning moon, you're thought to be really striving for something career-wise and a goal in your life. When you're a purple moon witch and you have your period um, on the waning moon and you ovulate at the waxing moon, and then you're thought to be, I don't want to, well, yeah, in sort of this enchantress um, phase where you're sort of beginning to introvert and view a more spiritual side of your life. Um, but you're, the point is you're doing internal work. And so that's, that's what I've learned. That's what those mean. It's, it's amazing. And this goes really far back um, across many different civilizations. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know even in our like indigenous culture, when a girl becomes, you know, of bleed time age, it's, it's taught to her about the responsibilities of the water and connecting the moon being responsible to the water. And that's how come women are, you know, water fighters. We fight for the clean water. We find the water in community. It closely links us to the moon and because we are all water and we're responsible for the waters of earth. Right. And that's also why women in our culture and community don't um, fish, right. We we're the givers oh, of life. Yeah. We don't take life. We, we give life and we support So, you know, losing a woman in a community is a great loss, right? Men are almost a little bit dispensable. It's just like, oh, we lost Frank. He was out hunting, but losing a woman 
you know, protector of the water, finder of the water, ruler of the waters is like a massive loss. And I see a lot of that work being done in our communities coming back to this matriarchal society, like you're talking about and bringing that sacredness back in. Because obviously through like residential schools, um, there was none of that for generations. And it's like this like relearning. So I just wanted to give you some kind of hope that like this work is very divinely timed that you're doing it because I see the parallels of it happening within our communities in these Coast Salish lands this way um, and kind of returning back to those old roots and those old ways. So, yeah. And do you find too, through your research that you've done, um, have you seen, what do you make of people who have very irregular cycles? Like, cause I'm in a phase of my life where I can notice that there's a lot of irregularity in my life too. It's like, I'm making lots of shifts in my life and in my home and in my business. And I see like my cycle actually keeping up with that kind of craziness of my life. Do you, what do you say about that in your research that you've done? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it can be so many things. I, I know, oh gosh, like for so many women, it's PCOS, it's polycystic ovary syndrome that's just undiagnosed. Um, and, and that's the result of exposure to modern life and parabens or, you know, too much dairy, uh, too much sugar. Um, it can be so many different things that, that cause different imbalances in the body. And so I think, you know, if your cycle is irregular, it, it can definitely reflect irregularities in the rest of your life and transitions in the rest of your life and certainly travel or illness or just stress in general. But um, it's definitely worth going to see a doctor and get, getting some blood work and finding out what are the different hormonal imbalances. Um, Although doctors are often so quick to just, you know, put you on birth control pills, but a lot of this can be solved through um, just the right diet, right spiritual practices, um, acupuncture, um, and and just, yeah, awareness and, and connecting back to nature. Yeah, I think that that's really solid advice. Now, I want to go back to what I was saying earlier when I opened up the app because I have I've had some experiences. Like I've been using it now for about four months, and I'm always surprised. Now I have all my notifications turned off of my phone except for this one. Like this is literally <laughs> the only app I have push notifications. Eight a.m. every day alerts me. I'm like, yes, I need to open it. So the funny thing is, is about a month ago you know, I have different morning routines because I have kids that wake me up early. So there is no morning routine. It's just like surviving first thing in the morning, depending what time they wake up. And one morning for some reason, out of nowhere, I pulled out my journal. I have um, the soul care planner. You'd love Mm -hmm. it by the way. It's amazing. It's a paper one though, if you like paper. And I just started planning out my week. It was like a Sunday and I never do things like that because I have everything kind of like in my head. And uh, when I write down things, it's usually reflective. It's like what happened in this day. And then I get my alert and I open it up and literally under the moon phase, it said, grab your journal and start planning. The inspiration is there. And it's like, I like put mouth over my hand. I was like, get out of my head. I'm like, and that happens all the time with this app all the time. So like, how did you come up with all of this? Like, how did you find these rhythms and like time them so dang perfectly? Uh, I mean, this is 
we didn't find anything. This is a body of knowledge that has been passed down through generations and generations of how to live with the moon cycle and, you know, and what the, and how that affects the energy of the day. And so we went by that and like, it's just crazy to hear from you and from other people that like, it's true and it works. Like I'm, I'm as shocked as you are. Like it's, it's amazing. It's like, it's all real and, and it's all just the energy. Yeah. I, I am so glad to hear that. Yeah. So I wanted to read people today just for like an example. So, so in your body, it says more estrogen, your hormones are conspiring to build muscle. So if keyword, if you want to exercise today, it will d- be doubly effective. And it's funny because this morning I was like, Ooh, what time am I going to work out? Try to already plan it. And then under the crescent moon, it's like your ambition is taking a nap, but don't worry. The moon wants you to be lazy and free like a tulip in the breeze, like a jellyfish in the sea. And it's like a huge permission slip constantly for me, this app. And so it gets me excited that something like this exists because like I say, I have found through leaving corporate last year when we had to show up no matter what, it did not honor our natural cycles of when we were introverted or extroverted. And something like this as an entrepreneur can really help you kind of identify um, the times in your business. If you, if you can work on a cycle, the times even in your business or your spiritual practice, when it's most conditioned, most ripe to serve, to sit back, to create, to experience and I'm very, very grateful for it. Oh my gosh, that is so amazing to hear. And, you know, we really, a lot of people have been asking for us to integrate this into different calendar apps um, and, and just to be able to like see into the future to plan ahead. And that's something we want to do. And if you're lucky enough to be an entrepreneur and to be able to set your own schedule and work when you, when you want, then being aware of this is such an indispensable tool because it just, it, it just puts the power back in your shoes. It, you, it just, you, you feel so much more in control of your life when you're just aware of your, your moods and your energies and yeah. And when to exercise and, and, and how to eat and how to have sex on certain, you know, weeks of the cycle. This is all stuff we, that I dream of adding, you know, right now it's just, body and cosmos, but there's so much more there Um, and cycle syncing and seed cycling. I mean, it's a whole rabbit hole, but thankfully all of this knowledge is really coming to the surface now. And I see it, I see it a lot on social media and especially um, in the youth and especially Gen Z and young people, they're so unafraid of sharing their periods and they're so destigmatized about it. And, um, it's just an amazing thing to see. Yes. I am so happy to hear that. Cause I remember getting my bleed. I don't think I told anyone. I didn't tell my family. I remember grabbing a tampon box and pulling that huge massive piece of paper open, hoping it will tell me what to do. I'm like, what do I do with this knowledge? Like there was just none of that growing up. You know, it was the old banana and the condom day, as far as like sex ed goes in the classroom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I have a story. I don't even think I've told anyone this, but it's so funny. So um, my mother actually died when I was four and I was just, you know, it was just my father and my brother. So I was in this masculine household 
Um, and we had this babysitter, um, wonderful woman. She was Filipino and I didn't tell anyone either, but I think she saw my underwear and she came and she got me and she was like, I have to, you have to do this ritual that is from my culture. And I was like, what is it? And it was take the underwear, the bloodstained underwear, and you run it under, soak it in water. And then you take the bloody water and you splash it on your face and you run around the house. And I'm like, I don't want to run around the house. Like my dad and brother are going to see. And she's like, if you don't do this, you're going to have bad skin. And so I was just like, oh, okay. And I did it. I was 13 years old. Oh my God. It was, it was a trip. Did anyone see you? Did anyone notice? Yeah. I think my brother was just like, sort of staring, like what's going on? Like, don't ask. <laughs> well, the last thing, like a kid that age probably knows is like nothing about nothing. Right. <laughs> so that mm-hmm. is hilarious. I love that. I love that. Yes. And times are changing and you're leading the way, but I will say, you know, feedback. I love the colors. Like I love the the darkness, the richness, right? Because everything's so like light bright, and it kind of matches my picture in the background that you're complimenting earlier. Yes, <laughs> those purples. Oh, I love it. Yes. No, but you know what? No more. I I was like, I first of all, I love dark apps. I mean, they're just easier, right? They're easier to look at. But and I switch everything to dark mode if I can. Um, and yeah, and and then when I was reading about how blue light can disrupt your cycle, I was like. I cannot in good conscience make an app with a white background that will disrupt, that will like reverse the very thing I'm trying to do here. <laughs> so yeah, that gave me shivers that you've even gone to like that level of thought with it as well. That's incredible. Um, yeah, I have mine on dark mode all the time. I'm constantly sending people screenshots and they're like, why is your black background black? And I'm like, I don't like <laughs> the blue light at all, at all. So yeah. I love that. So I guess the next thing I just want to ask is like, so Stardust, like where did that name come from? And I feel so much that the future of this app is going to get more and more sacred. Like the knowledge that you have and that you've talked about in this interview, I think is going to really touch people's heart and get people curious about their own ancestry, about their own heritage, about like their own culture and how they kind of like, you know, I guess initiated women into womanhood. And I think that that's a really worthy thing, rabbit hole to kind of go down, but can you add stories like that into the app? Oh my God, that is my dream. So, um, we're going to be adding quite a lot. Um, I mean, the next step, uh, we're, we're fundraising. Um, and once we finish that, then, you know, this whole app was bootstrap, right? I mean, I just, you know, I, I got my friends to do it. And, but now that it's um, working out and people are really adopting it, then now we're able to raise some angel money. And with that, we're one of the main things we're going to do is create a, a teen version, um, a, probably a pregnancy version down the line and a menopause version uh, and perimenopause, which people have been asking for. And like you said earlier, you know, all the other Silicon Valley bro period trackers out there are all about getting pregnant and, and fertility. And, and this is not, and there's so many transformations in a woman's life. Um, and each need to be treated so sacredly and each are milestones. And, and so that's those stories, that knowledge is, is a 
thousand percent like a first on our list to incorporate because you know that's what's missing and that's what needs to be retaught to the world and to the younger generations yes well can you like i'll donate um like can you give me (laughs) a link so i can add it into the show notes of where people can not only just download this app i have an iphone is it on iphone and android so it's not on android yet that's the other thing we need to build um uh, yeah, so um, Android, we're going to do Android, we're going to make a version for partners, so they can get a lens into your cycle for anyone who wants that. Um, <laughs> My husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, you know, I think he might, you, you can opt in to him getting a little text every morning. Um, so I'm we'll see so how that works. up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm so excited too. I've started the designs and oh, it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, I know you can't donate. We're, you know, we're raising money from a bunch of investors and, um, and yeah, just doing it the sort of the traditional way, but that, you know, that's not a bad idea to do a, a crowdfund. Um, I, I think it's illegal to advertise that I'm fundraising. So maybe I'm not supposed to say that, but the point is, we are, we have things in the works um, and yeah, Android, all sorts of things, but right now it's just on iPhone and it's the first version, but you know, it's, there's a lot there and, and I'm so, so glad that you found it, that you yes, found and it. it's free right now. Is that right? It is free. Right. So the app is free. Um, we first had it as $1.99 just to cover our costs. And then once we did, we made it free. Um, and I think in the future, we might have certain things that you can buy, like, um, you know, we, we recently launched Sync with Friends. A lot of people have been syncing their cycles to their daughters, their mothers, their sister, you know, people in their household, their roommates, their yeah. wives, like everyone. So that's been huge. Um, and so we we're, we're talking about adding something like, you know, send your, send your friend chocolate before two days before they get their period. And you know, different things that you can buy and, um, and, and uh, yeah, maybe one day we'll create a subscription, but for now we're just trying to grow. Yes. Well, this is very timely. I think in the world where we're at, I think that it's very supportive for women and I'm really happy to hear that you're going to have something that, um, you know, is targeted towards our Crohn's because, I do work and attract a lot of women who are past their bleed time. And I have my own moon tracker that I use and I don't know how to answer. Like I don't have enough knowledge within me. So do you have anything you can say now to the women who are listening, who are past their bleed time and how they can still stay connected to the cycles of the moon and stay connected to their, their womanhood and the cycles? Yeah. Um, so when you're past your bleed time, you follow the moon and you know i i am the more i learn about it the crone the hag phase in life the more i can't wait like honestly um it seems like the best part of life and and that has to be honored and celebrated um you're free of all of these hormones you have this mental clarity this you have this deep awakening and 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 i even read somewhere that um, I can't remember which First Nation tribe. Um, I think it's in the Northeastern U.S. Um, and I have to look it up, but they, you know, they had this 
their their council was made up of a council of crone women of elder women and that was the senate that was the governing body of the whole tribe um, because they believed that the crones um, you know the, the postmenopausal the women past their bleach time um, were the most sane and the most connected and had sort of the deepest most clear sensibilities and the greatest judgment mm-hmm. and I just I just think it's it's such a beautiful thing and and um, you know you still follow the moon you still follow the moon and that's the energy you follow and you're almost closer to the cosmos mm, I love that thank you so much because now this is going to be on the spirit school podcast and I'll have a place to direct women who want to learn more about this. So thank you so much. So can you just share um, a website or where people can kind of download, how people can kind of keep in touch with this project if there is something available? Yeah, of course. And thank you so, so much for having me, Danielle. This has been just such an honor. Um, You can find the app if you just go into the iOS app store and search Stardust. Um, I think it's the the first thing that comes up. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. We got at Stardust, which is an Instagram handle that I actually bought with cryptocurrency from a teenager. And that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I thought he was just going to run away. He was like Ethereum. And I was like, can I just pay you on PayPal? And he's like, I don't have a bank account. I'm 14. <laughs> so, I, so that was a, a whole fun journey that I, where I delved into that. Um, but he gave it to me. I thought he was going to run away with my money, but he restored my faith in humanity. Anyway, at Stardust on Instagram. And then, um, yeah, that's it. Just search for Stardust and here we are. So please find us and, and share with all the women in your life. Yes, we will. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you, Danielle. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Spirit School. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you for tagging me on Instagram at Squamish Medium so I can also share. It really helps get the word out about the podcast. If you're interested in working with me in my one-on-one mentorship, a reading, or all the various programs that I run, you can go to squamishmedium.com or check me out on Instagram at Squamish medium the link in the bio has everything i am currently working on in service to the world of spirit have a great day guys